This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to the Rams Tour podcast today. We're doing the preview show ahead of Derby County versus Shrewsbury Town at Pride Park Stadium. We're joined here now with former Derby County and Shrewsbury Town man, Steve Cross. Steve, how are you? Yeah, I'm fine. Thanks, Adam. Thank you. Yeah, I'm glad glad to get you on again, Steve. Last time we met, we talked about the game and I was hoping Derby would come out with an away win, but unfortunately, um, Shrewsbury played us off the park that day, unfortunately, got the win. Um, we'll go straight into it now, obviously. We're talking... Um, ahead of the Saturday game on the Sunday night. So there is some midweek fixtures which might um, jumble round the league positions of the team. Currently, Derby sits second, but I think by Saturday we'll be uh, knocked off that position by Bolton, unfortunately, um, because of their game in hand. And Shrewsbury currently sits 16th in League One. But the transfer window's just closed, according to February. Um, Steve, talk us through the transfers that Shrewsbury made and, and what you think of this window so far. Yeah, well, this is where I, I feel a little bit sorry for, for Matt Taylor, the previous manager. Um, he, he brought in uh, four good players, um, all coming from uh, a couple of uh, Premier League clubs, and the four of them got injured. And it was uh, such a shame because they were all very good players. They only played five games between the four of them. They can, you can tell how bad it was. Um, and they all had to go back to their, their parent clubs. Um left Matt Taylor a little bit short of players. And unfortunately, that's when uh, we lost, I think, seven on the on the bounce. And unfortunately, he lost his job. But um, yeah, we, we've got uh, three players in um, from the transfer window. We, we waited for a, a lad called Ro, Roland Idowu, and he came in from uh, Waterford. Uh, we've got Jack Hinchy, uh, a young lad who's come from Brighton, uh, made his debut on Saturday. And we've got Aidan O'Brien, who was a, a previous player, uh, left out on loan to to uh, Sutton and Gillingham, and he came back uh, and came on the pitch on on Saturday. Um, I think that it was a little bit disappointing for the, for the Shrewsbury fans because I thought we were going to get you know probably three or four more players in uh, just to help uh, uh, the new manager come in. But um, yeah, it was a, it was a, a stressful time because obviously Matt Taylor had left. Um, Paul Hurst has come in. Only had two player, you know, two sessions with the, with the players before uh, the game at Northampton. But um, yeah, the, the he he seemed pleased with, with what he's got in anyway. Yeah, I think I think this January transfer window has been a quiet one for a lot of clubs in League One until that final day. I think I think not many. There wasn't major movements until that final day, and 
I think everybody's kind of picked up maybe three to four players in this window seems to be the general consensus. Not too much movement um, at all. Derby the same. Obviously, we made our big money signing of Corey Blackett-Taylor from Charlton on a loan with a fee of about 300000 for his transfer at the end of the season. And then it was pretty quiet. We got Epu Adams in on loan from Cardiff, who's been at Forest Green Rovers um, recently. And it's been quite a quiet window for Derby County. We missed out on a striker. I know we were we were desperate to sign one on the final day and, and couldn't get it over the line. And currently, I think we only have one striker fit at the club and about six contracted. So it's not um, not too good on the uh, on the fitness front there in terms of the strikers. But I can definitely sympathise with Shrewsbury Town fans on that um, on a transfer window that hasn't brought in too many players. But obviously, we'll look at the form now Shrewsbury in. I don't like to read these stats to you, Steve. <laughs> I include the court game. In the last 10 games, including that Wrexham court game, it's... It's eight losses, two wins. Obviously, that one then wins coming quite recently in Northampton with the with the managerial change. And um, what do you make of the recent form? What is it down to? Is it injuries like you mentioned, or is there is it maybe tactically it needs to change, or, or what do you put it down to? Yeah, I think I think a bit of both, Adam. Um, tactical now, so I think from the um, from Matt Taylor and uh, in, in those those previous seven games. You know, we were playing five centre halves in, in a back five, and the fans were getting set up of, of defending and defending the whole time. Um, never really let his team go forward. It was all even at home. You know, we we, we didn't really press the the teams that that came uh, to the crowd meadow, and that's when the fans got fed up, and that's when Matt Taylor, you know, lost his job. But um, I think uh, the fact that we We've we've only had those those three young lads uh, to come into the club. Um, it, it's it's hard to to take into account that that um, you know we we we've done okay, done okay. I thought under Matt Taylor we have we were having you know the, the wins now and again, but now we've got uh, Paul Hurst in. He he knows the, the business. He, you know he's a good manager. Um, was here in uh, 2016 and took us to Wembley, took us to to the playoff finals. You know. Um, and and it's it's been it's been excellent. Um, I think the fans even clapped it, the, the players off even after their two one defeat on Saturday, and uh, it, it says something for for the, for the club and the, and the manager really that um, I'm hoping we can go on from there. Yeah, I think yeah, like you say that the form's a bit up and down, tactical now. And then Paul Hurst has come in, and, and like you say, hopefully the fans can get on board and and push the team a little bit further because. We look at the stats, five points above the relegation zone. I wouldn't say you're threatened at all by that at, at the moment, we'll say. And, and what my next question would be was, is, is for the rest of the season. Do you, do you see it improving now? There's been a managerial change and we've had this transfer window or do you see it staying the same? What's what's the general expectations of the, of the season to go it, forward? Yeah, yeah, you're right there. It's, it, it, it's going to be really hard for Paul Hurst because I think the players are still in the, the Matt Taylor um or calmness around the club, but um, you know, we're, even on Saturday, um, uh, it, it was really hard because they they played well the first half. Um, you know, had plenty of shots at goal, and then they just seemed to to disappear. And it, it was it was really a poor performance. You know, we, we gave some silly goals away um, that you know the fans weren't happy about again. But um, yeah, it's 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 going to be a real hard slog, I think. To Towards the end of the season, we've you know we've we've got some really tough fixtures coming up. Uh, Derby is probably going to be the hardest, um, you know. And and you know, Paul Warren's fantastic manager, 
Yeah, he's he's done really well wherever he's been, and uh, I'm sure he's going to set his team up on Saturday uh, to make it really hard for Shrewsbury. Yeah, I think talking about Derby at the moment, I think you know recently, I think people have maybe said just before Christmas and around it that the performances we were gaining results that maybe the performances didn't didn't match. If that made sense, we were winning games when maybe we were a little bit fortunate too. But we had some great wins in the round Christmas, you know, over Oxford United in the great comeback. But then I think. As of recording on Sunday, yesterday at Charlton Athletic, we we put in a very, a very good performance, a battling performance against a team who, you know, on paper are down there, but the team that they've got is full of quality players for the division. Alfie May, uh, Lepado, and and yeah, we did we did very well. We, I think we're going to see a little bit more physicality from Derby County now. We've made the sign of Adams, Sonny Bradley's starting to come into the fold a little bit more, and players are stepping up. And so when you talk about how Paul Warren sets up his team, it's it's similar to that, but. Talking about tactics now in terms of Shrewsbury, how how are they going to set up under Paul Hurst, or is is that not clear yet, or or what what has been the the early signs from from Paul Hurst team? Yeah, I think that you know he's um, listening to to Radio Shropshire. We um, he, you know we were all waiting for his first team talk, and he made it uh, really uh, forceful in the in the way that he, he spoke to the press. Yeah, I'm starting with the back four, and then three and then three and that that was you know that's how we started um i was delighted that he, he you know made a, a different uh you know uh, uh memory to his to the team um you know he, he set them up how we how he wanted to um i think the previous manager was always a little bit of um we had a, a chief director who was was always in his ear telling him how to start picking the team but uh paul warren is a you know is a good manager, and I think he's just made it clear to to the fans we're going to play four three three. They they pressed really really well in their two nil uh, win at Northampton, and then on Saturday, you know, it was um, it, it it was again a, a really good game, and they they pressed and pressed, but um, you know, Cambridge had two absolute monsters of uh, centre halves. Um, you know, they were just heading balls away. Uh, and when they went uh, t- t- two one up, it was uh, it was they shut up shop, and I don't think we ever got a shot on uh, in the last twenty minutes. But um, yeah, it's it, it's really important the way that uh, Paul Warner's come in and and more or less said, I'm the manager now. This is how I'm going to set my team up, and um, yeah, he's he's had success here before, and we hope he can bring it back again. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Ready to start talking to your kids about financial literacy? Meet Greenlight the debit card and money app that teaches kids and teens how to earn, save, spend wisely, and invest with your guardrails in place. Parents can send instant money transfers, automate allowance, and more. Plus, keep an eye on spending with real-time notifications. Join more than 6 million parents and kids building healthy financial habits together on Greenlight. Get your first month free at greenlight.com slash ACAST. That's greenlight.com slash ACAST. 
Yeah, I think I think that's what's important. Shrewsbury Town fans, you know, like I mentioned about the league position, I, d- I don't think you're threatened by relegation at the moment. And there's definitely room for to move up the table with the, the division that is currently in. I think I think this season it's a lot more even in League One. I think last season we saw that the top six were the top six for pretty much the majority of the season. But I think this season it's a little bit more even. You know, I spoke about that Charlton game. I think on on paper you could you could almost match those two sides on paper, but in terms of league positions, it was. It was very different, but on the pitch, I thought it was it was pretty even. So I think Shrewsbury definitely have, have an opportunity to rise up the table um, this season. And and now we'll get on to the last meeting earlier on this season. Um, Shrewsbury came out one 0 winners. We we did the preview for that, and then and then I I ended up on crutches for the game, and <laughs> that was fun. That was fun in itself. Um, I'm sure it was. <laughs> um, and that one 0 loss there, I think I can't remember who the scorer was for the life of me. Was it was it Shipley who scored in that game? Can you remember? It was, yes. Yeah, George Shipley, Shipley. Yeah. Yeah. Derby yeah. County fan rumors that's yeah, that had to happen, didn't it? Um <laughs> yeah, there was the penalty in that game. And really Shrewsbury deserved the win completely in that game. Derby, we were we were poor in that game, and I think that was probably along with Stevenage the lowest we've been this season, I would say, in terms of our performances. I think we were poor in that game and, and deservedly lost. And and can you see that? A repeat of that again on Saturday. That Shrewsbury performance, you know, Daniel Ludo in that game, I think was was pretty good for you as well. And he's he's up there in terms of being maybe the top goal scorer with four or five goals. How, how did she get going on Saturday? Yeah, I mean, you know, Paul Warren's top manager. I've, I've liked him, or you know, every every club he's been to. Um, I mean, he gets seventeen wins. Uh, was it seven losses, five draws? Uh, you know, twenty nine games. It's uh, it's absolutely brilliant. Um, I'm sure he'll. He's, he's had his scouts down at Shrewsbury. Uh, it's going to be a really tough ask for the Shrewsbury Town squad to to go there and get a result. I mean, you know, you're, you're flying at the moment. Um, I'm sure Paul Hurst will, will take that into consideration and, and set up a team that will hopefully thwart probably Derby a little bit. But um, you know, when they look at the, the likes of. Um, Nathaniel Mendes Lang, you know, is, is, is he going to still be available or is he is he injured? We're not sure because on, on Saturday he, he took a, a, a stud to the foot and it, he opened up a wound on his foot, which was surprising. But then sat off the pitch, came on his his two touches with a goal and then got subbed off, which is probably his quality that he has even when he's injured. <laughs> but we're not sure as of yet. He did have a quite a nasty cut on his foot. So we're not sure really at the moment whether he's going he's gonna to be in the fold at the moment. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, you, you Derby County, you've had uh, important players out as well during the season, which is, you know, that's that's really hard for for a manager like Paul Warren, you know, not getting a full squad to to choose from. Um, and I think um, it, it it's going to be a tough game, uh, whichever way you look at it, Adam. It's, um, you know, I I think Town should be Town at the moment. That they're, they're just picking up the the mainstream of how Paul Hurst wants his team to play. I don't think he'll have had enough time. I know he's got you know a whole week now before the, the Derby County fixture, but um, I, I I think Derby have got a great chance of, of getting a result at home uh, in front of their fans, um, and it's going to be a really tough game for Shrewsbury Town. Yeah, I, I, I can't say. Oh, I hope Shrewsbury have a good game. I have to say. I have to say. I have to say You're a Rams fan. No, you, you can say that. You. <laughs> <laughs> but look at it, like we said, Mendes Lang, I think he's he's a 50-50 at the moment, whether he'll be in or not because of that cut on his leg. Like I said, he sat off the pitch for about five minutes, came on, 
took two touches and they were the go- that was the goal he scored. Looked like he was maybe a little bit injured in the celebration and then and then taken off. But but we didn't get to see our new signing, Corey Blackett Taylor, who looks who well on paper looks an immense player for what he's yeah. done at Charlton so far this season. So hopefully he can come in. Derby we've we've recently switched to three at the back, three centre backs and and Sonny Bradley's come in, a player that you know, I've not been too, not been given too much praise this season for some of his performances. I know he came on away at Shrewsbury, and when we were one 0 down, and and just gave away a silly foul, and that pretty much mm-hmm. ended any attacking hopes. But he put in a good performance at Charlton, and they have to praise him for that. And I, like I said earlier on, I think Derby are going to be more physical in these games. I think that's something we lacked, and even at Shrewsbury, where on the season, I think the fifty fifties we we missed out on. I think. That midfield, we found it a little bit unbalanced. You know, it's, it's a great midfield of Horahan and Max Bird. Obviously, Max Bird's recently signed for Bristol City, but staying with us on loan till the end of the season. But we've missed that. We missed that battling midfielder in the middle of the pitch who's going to win them duels, win them, win them late tackles, and and that's Edward yeah. Adams. We've found out in the last game. So I think it will be a physical game from Derby County's point of view. Um, we're not putting in the prettiest of football at the moment, but uh, it's winners' games, and I think that's how we'll how we'll set up. But I'll move on to still talking about Shrewsbury now. Who's who's the player to watch out for at the moment for Shrewsbury? Obviously looking at the stats, um, Daniel Udo has had, has had an okay season for Shrewsbury, five goals so far, top goal scorer. Shipley had a good game against us. I know he's got about four goals and, and three assists, I think, if I'm correct. But who's, who's the player that if Derby County fans turn up on Saturday, who do they need to watch out for? Well, you, you hit the, uh, you know, the head on the head there, Adam, I think, uh, you know, Dan Udo, he was out for nearly six games, and unfortunately, we you know we were we didn't score any goals while he was uh, was out out the team. Um, he came back for his first game at Northampton, but very surprised that he came back. So we thought he was going to be out injured for another couple of weeks, but um, came on. Looks as if he'd never been away. Scored a great goal, and you know just brought a little bit of confidence to the to the team. Um, the, the, that team had played at Northampton. It, you, you, it was a different team to the one who played under Matt Taylor for the last game, and that that annoys me. I think a little bit because um, the same players, uh, you know, were, were trying, were, were tackling, were running back, and they weren't doing that for Matt Taylor, which is, it's, you know, it's it, it hurts a little bit when you're, you're a Shrewsbury Town fan. But um, yeah, no, it's it. it you know, the, the the fact is that, um, you know, when you've got a team that's got Conor Horan, uh, Sibley, Ward, Bird in, you know, it's they're always going to be a difficult uh, side to play. Cashin's, you know, a top player as well. I, I really like him. Um, and it's it's going to be tough. It's going to be really tough. I, I think Paul uh, Warner uh, War will, will, will think, you know... Uh, what what time is uh, what time uh, his team is is Shrewsbury going to put out? Um, I think he'll probably have the scouts at uh, at Shrewsbury on Saturday. I think I recognise one of them. Um, but uh, yeah, he'll go back and say, yeah, good first half for Shrewsbury, but um, the second half they wilted. And if anything, you know, can come out of that, I think uh, Derby will, will take that on board. Yeah, and it's it's funny you say that to be honest because in. Derby, in my opinion, very much first half team. We like the early goal. We like to sit back and we like to be solid on that. We saw that at Charlton once we scored a goal. It was probably the best chance of the game for both sides, and we made sure we were solid in that. But then in the last home match when we played Cheltenham Town, beat them two one, but they went one nil up, and it was it was kind of the opposite. We came out in the second half, so maybe maybe we'll see more of that. And I think when you mentioned that the scouts were down, Derby 
in our team selection in the last game. It was actually quite surprising. Joe Ward's been out of favour almost since the start of the season, since the first couple of games when performances weren't great for us. I think we lost our first few in a row and some players dropped out the side, such as Bradley, such as Ward, but we've seen them come in and Ward was definitely a surprise. I know, um, I think the last time he featured for us was for the under-23s and then he came in straight away to start against Charlton and put in a good performance. Um, and so did Sonny Bradley. So I think the team selection does depend on the opposition now and then maybe if we are playing three of the back, we'll see it coming. We know Paul Warren loves his wing-backs, um, but Darby have got such good wingers that they don't often like to play as wing-backs, but then we've got Kane Wilson who can play on the right who's come in this season and he's looked superb. Mm. He was really gifted player when dribbling with the ball and carrying it forward. I, I probably haven't seen a, a player as talented as him on the ball at Derby County in a long, long time. Um, but I think we will set up with the three at the back and um, and see how we go from there. And it's it's quite interesting to think who might start up front for Derby as well. I think from a Shrewsbury Town point of view, James Collins obviously will um, as the only fit main striker, but it's more yeah. if we're going to have to put a winger into that position as well. And and we know we've got some really quality players, but you really want a striker up there, don't you? Someone who's naturally gifted at finding the back of the net. And if that's pushing now, Steve, what, what would your score prediction be for Saturday? I don't want to put you on the spot, but if you have to come yeah. to a score prediction. No, no, I mean, you know, looking at the the, the players that Derby County have got, um, looking at the players Shrewsbury Town have got, the, the way, I'm not sure Paul... Uh, Hurst has had a, a long enough uh, to get his team uh, together and, and t- for a battle at the, the Derby County. We know we know it's going to be, um, but yeah, I, I I just think you know we. I was really surprised to see that uh, Derby County were playing a, a three at the back and and your two wide men as well uh, going at players. And uh, yeah, I, I I'm not sure whether um, Matt Taylor. Sorry, not Matt Taylor. Uh, is the new manager Paul Hurst? He's going to go and have an attacking side at, at Derby County. I I think he'll have uh, four at the back. He'll have three in midfield and three at front. And the, the front three are quite good. Um, they they close down the you know the, the what probably looks like a back three of Derby County. But um, I, I've seen Derby County. They they defend very very well. They're a good defending side. Um, and going forward as well, so I, I think it's going to be a really tough, uh, tough game. But I, th- I, I can see a derby win. I really can. Yeah, and I'll have to say, hopefully so as well. <laughs> I'll have to say, hopefully so on that as well. I think, I think that's a good place to end it. There, we've, we've talked about the, you know what we yeah. expect for the game to be and, and the and the teams in position. So, if you have enjoyed listening, please give us a, a rating on on whatever you listen on Spotify, Apple Podcast. Please give us a five star rating that does help a lot we're also on on youtube and all your social medias you can listen to us on on various platforms you can you can watch us on youtube as well if you are, if you want to do that as well and, and see our lovely faces on there um so thank <laughs> you for listening i've been adam on here i've been joined by former derby county and shrewsbury town man steve cross and it's been great to have you on again steve i'll um we'll definitely get you on again adam it's been a pleasure thank you mate it's been great son thank you for listening to the rams talk okay. podcast this podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.